Welcome back to another episode of the Mac Rumor Show. Hartley, how's it going, man? It's good. Yeah. How's, uh, you know, before we jump into our main topic of the Apple Watch, uh, because we didn't get a chance to touch on that last week, um, everything's been dominated by the iPhone. So let's start this episode with the iPhone, <laughs> just real quick, because you haven't had it. You haven't had a chance to, like, play with it, and now you have. You've had a few days. Give me, like, the Hartley mini review, your first impressions of the iPhone 15 Pro. You went with the Pro, right? And what color did you get? Uh, the natural titanium, which I think most people did this year. I think that's definitely yeah. the most popular color. That's what I went with. Um, but first impressions, I would say I really love the new design. Uh, I think it makes a massive difference. It, it's a massive difference from a lot of really small changes. The curved glass, the contoured edges, uh, the brushed titanium, uh, and the, even the fact that the whole uh, footprint of the whole device is slightly smaller, it makes a really substantial difference um, in my mind, um, even though it's just a lot of very small things. And I really appreciate the reduction in weight as well. Um, that feels really noticeable. So really happy with those things. And I, I really like the action button as well. Um, the biggest problem I've had is trying to work out a single action that I want to use it for. But other than that, no, I've been really happy with it. There have been some videos and people... Uh... Steven, we, I sent you that tweet. He uh, he did what I wanted to do. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's tons of good content out there. People like making the action button be a little bit more robust, bringing in a sheet of different actions that you can do. Um, and I, I, I'm also in the same boat. I haven't decided what I wanted to do with it yet, so I just made it the camera, um, which I really do enjoy. Um, hopefully I can find something that I, I really like and want to stick with. I might, I'm in absolute like love with the idea of the action button, but I have not found something that I want to, you know, this is going to be the, this is going to be the iPad all over again for me and final cut pro and all of that. I'm going to be so into it, but never use it. Um, but I hope not. And, and, and one thing that I really do enjoy um, is the design. You're right. I know people are going to think we're crazy, but the design, the, the slight design changes make such a huge difference that I've picked up other phones like 13 Pro Max, 14 Pro Max, others with that design um, from the iPhone 12 with that squared off the sharper. It's just, it's not nearly as comfortable now as the 15 Pro and Pro Max. It feels so much better. Gave it to my wife, uh, asked her what she thought, and she was like, she said this felt like more compact compared to the 13 Pro Max, which is what she has. And, uh, and she said it was a little bit more comfortable, a little bit lighter. All of these are welcome design changes. I understand that if you put a case on it, it's probably not going to be the same as we're describing it just because you're adding more weight, you're adding a different feel. But uh, for us who are not currently using a case, um, I really like it. Uh, w did you get a... Did, I was gonna. That was my question. Did you get the fine woven case? Yeah. How are you? How are you I feeling? Didn't. I. Oh, that's not a fine woven. I hated it. Oh, okay. No, this is the clay silicone. Okay. Um, but I I went to the Apple Store. I had a look at the the fine woven cases, the fine woven <laughs> accessories for the first time in person, and I I hated them. I I didn't expect I'd hate them as much as I actually hate them. Um, I think that they, no disrespect to anyone that's using it and enjoying it. And I, I could, I, I, there's a lot of 
why you may enjoy that. I think they have some great colors, for example. It's also great to try something different. So I'm not, you know, slighting anyone that is, you know, enjoying their fine woven. But to me, I think it does not feel like a $60 product. Um, to me, it feels like a cheap nylon raincoat. To me, it does not feel at all like suede. It doesn't even feel like fabric. It just feels like a mixture of cardboard and plastic. Um, and every single one in the Apple store I was in was in awful condition, um, like truly terrible condition. Already? Um, and I even saw... Yeah. Um, and I saw people like going up to them and saying to the people in the Apple store, well, where are the, where are the leather cases? And they were saying, no, we don't do leather anymore. Now this is what they do. And I saw people would go up and feel them and then just immediately say, no, I don't want that. That's funny. And I saw this with at least three people. Like it, I, I was, I was pretty shocked. Um, and I don't think it's just Twitter backlash. Um, and I've asked other people um, that I was at the Apple store with uh, what they thought, and they also did not like it. Um, at all and the silicone case to me now feels more premium even the edges of the case um, i'm really quite surprised by just how much i actually dislike it i am wondering if this case is just going to go away <laughs> like it might not be renewed for a second season if you know what i mean like i don't think this is it's not good i will say early on though for me and uh i will also preface this by saying I have not used it at all since I got it, but I put it on, I unboxed it, we did a quick thing. My impressions of the feel and everything, I actually didn't mind it, um, but I can tell where it's going to go and it's not going to be good. So, uh, And honestly, I just love the way the phone felt so much that no matter what case I had, I really didn't want to put one on there. Now, I am traveling this week. Uh, we're recording this a little earlier than we normally do, so... Um, I'm probably going to put a case on it just because I don't want to accidentally drop it on the plane or something, which I do for some reason. Um, but I don't know that that's going to be the case that I take. I'm going to be honest. I don't know that that's the one that I take with me. Uh, so we'll see. Mm. But I, I really like the wallet, though, I will say. And that's mostly because... Go ahead. What were you going to say about it? The wallet, the wallet does feel a little better, and I don't know mm. why. I don't know if it's because it's thicker, but I do think the wallet feels slightly less horrific so the other things that i loved about the apple wallet the magsafe wallet initially when it's back in its leather days was that it was just really compact and it connected magnetically to your phone and yeah it was nice that i would know approximately where it might be but i really wanted like like a u-chip in there so that i can precision track it that would be ultimately the next step and i don't know if it's just not possible or what with the thickness. I don't know what they got to do, but I'm hoping that somehow makes its way over so that you can get precision tracking because I've, you know, we've all known I lost my wallet and yeah, I knew where it was, but I lost it in Universal Studios. So like, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to find it there? I mean, come on, it could have been anywhere. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, good to know a, a general direction of where it might be not so much when you lose it in a giant theme park so um but i, I love the wallet in the sense that i can fit i guess barely enough cards but it was just so slim and i hate wallets i hate carrying them around with me but if i have to i want it to be as tiny as possible and so the one thing that like my biggest gripe aside from the tracking was 
getting the cards in and out was really hard uh, when you put three in there, which is the max that it can hold. But on this new one, for some reason, it works super well in terms of getting the cards out. They just slide right out. Not enough to be like concerned that it's going to fall out on its own, but just enough to be able to like, oh, hey, quickly get out whatever card I need. Uh, I used to have like a system that I explained earlier. Like you'd, I'd put my like raised card numbers facing that little opening so that I had something to grip on and like swipe up to pull out. I don't have to do that anymore. And so I was really happy about that. I'm still using that wallet. I'm okay with it. If it could fit one more card and if it had any better precision tracking, I'd say it's the perfect wallet for me. But uh, yeah, I mean the fine woven, uh, the material seems to be okay. It is getting scratched a little more than I would probably like if I put keys with it and stuff. But it's not like falling apart or anything. It's just starting to wear a little bit. I don't know if you can even notice like some of those little scratches there. I don't think that the wear and tear is the problem with it for me because I can see how if it got really scratched, um, it can it, like it wear can sometimes look good. It's like the mirrored backs of iPods from yeah. years ago. They they could look nice when they were really scratched, and I can see how this material, like a sort of kind of waxed canvas fabric, uh, wears on other things like a coat or a bag. I can see how that looks okay. What bothers me is it just feels cheap. It does not it, feel soft. It doesn't feel pleasant. I just on the wallet. I do not like the feel of it on the wallet. You're, you're, it's different. It does feel soft on the wallet. It feels like like um, Alcantara almost to me. Um, you see that scratch there though? Like those. Are, it feels those like are those little nicks. But it like it looks okay. It looks like it's just naturally like wearing. Mm, I don't know. It's only yeah, been a couple of I, days though. The 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 doesn't bother me as i say it's the it's just the quality I, I i just don't love the material as a replacement for leather i don't think it has the same luxurious feel that leather has and it definitely is not you say it's soft i don't think it's that soft i think that calling it soft is is generous um, really i think it's maybe i it just don't know what soft me means. of like the fibrous <laughs> nature of cardboard <laughs> no it, it reminds me of like the fibers of paper you're being the way too that harsh. you could say like a cardboard box is soft. No, Maybe what? I am, but I just I really wanted that torp fine woven. Um, yeah, this is what this is. It's just I, I just was so disappointed. I think the wallet feels different than the case for sure, and it's supposed to be the same material, so I don't know how that's possible. But I mean, it. I think it definitely feels different. Also, did you notice the size of the case felt different too? It almost felt like real leather. Uh, I thought it just felt like cheap plastic, personally. Mm. I maybe like I, maybe maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Listen, we all have different we all have different <laughs> I, I, ways. Are, so, yeah, some people do like them, and I'm not. You know, all power to those people that are enjoying and using this case. And I really wish I could be among them, but it's just not for me. And a lot of people online yeah. have also said the same thing. So I don't think I'm alone in this. I think it's just maybe quite a divisive accessory that, you know, some people love it. Some people hate it. Like the, like the MagSafe wallet, you know, some people hate that wallet, um, but some people love it. I've been using it for two years at this point and I really like it. Um, my relationship with the wallet is that I hate that. I love it. That's the problem. Uh, but when it comes back to the iPhone, the other thing that I've been using a lot, is log recording um i actually really like it i think it's there's something there uh i obviously i can't use it all the time because the file sizes are just insane I, I think uh you only get like 50 minutes this is a 512 gig iphone i can only record for 50 minutes in my entire 
iPhone will be done for. So yeah, keep that in mind. That's not maybe good. it's time to use a, an SSD. Yeah, that's the other thing that I got it. But you know what? Honestly, I've seen some people say this, and I kind of agree. The moment I need to go out of my way to have an SSD plugged in and like make sure it's somehow attached so that it's not in the way, I can't let the SSD drop or dangle. That's gonna that's gonna ruin it. Um, it could unplug. You know, I, I think that's gonna make me. That's gonna be enough for me to not want to use that feature. The whole point of recording with your phone is to just be able to whip it out, start recording. Don't worry about putting in SD cards, whatever. It all goes to the same place, and then I transfer it at a later time. Obviously, if I really need to use my phone to shoot for something, and I know that I'm going to go over 50 minutes, uh, then I, I'll bring an SSD. But I don't want to be. I don't want that. I don't want to be walking around the showroom floors uh, or at events and be using my phone and have to have an SSD on it the whole time. So I'm cool with 50 minutes. I don't usually get much more than that if it's like a quick B-roll thing. Uh, I can offload if, as I need to, but when I'm roaming around, I don't want to have to worry about another device attached to it like that. Unless there's like a cool... Someone needs to get into this accessory where they like make a case that slips in an SSD like to the back. I think that exists, I think, or there's something like that. That would be cool. Then I'd, then I'd be into the idea a little bit more. Um, but yeah, log footage, it... You got to work with it a little bit, but it grades nicely, and you can you can make it look pretty decent. Um, you know, if you're trying to go with the film look, I, I think there's been some great examples already out there. So, I'm into that. The 5x zoom looks good. Um, I don't know how often I don't really use my telephoto that that much, anyways. I've been using it more for portraits though, because I've noticed the uh, 5x portraits have way more natural bokeh on them, obviously, since you're zooming in like that. Um, yeah, so far so good. I'm gonna have a mini review up. By the time you listen to this, I should have it up already, so you can go check it out, um, and then we'll check in as time goes on. Uh, speaking of, how is watchOS 10 for you? Hey guys, just want to take a quick minute to let you know that this episode of The Mac Rumor Show is sponsored by NordVPN. NordVPN is a VPN service, or virtual private network, that gives users safe and private access to the internet. By encrypting your connection, a VPN hides your IP and online activity from spying eyes and keeps your data safe from criminals. It's incredibly easy to use. Users can connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. Choose from 58-plus servers in 60 countries. VPNs are known to slow things down, but not NordVPN. You get amazing speed, and NordVPN is one of the fastest out there. And for you streaming junkies out there, you can access your favorite content anywhere, even if you're traveling abroad. And if you're unaware, there's actually different content on streaming platforms in different countries. Netflix in the US might look a little different from the UK version of Netflix. You can also find services at a lower price. Or if a platform isn't available in your country, simply change your virtual location. There are tons of benefits to having a VPN, and NordVPN is my go-to provider. So grab the NordVPN deal by heading over to www.nordvpn.com macrumors and get extra subscription time. Try it risk-free now with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Thanks, NordVPN, for sponsoring our show. Okay, so obviously today is just not working out for us. We've had some historic difficulties. Uh, so we switched to a different, we're, we're using Zoom now. We did not use Zoom before. Uh, so the video is going to look a little different from here on out. And uh, yeah, I mean, for those who are watching, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the good news is it seems like Zoom does like auto editing for me where it'll switch back and forth between us. People might like that. 
Uh, maybe we'll stick with this. And also, you look not nearly as pixelated as you were before, and you were almost like an eight-bit character. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, now we can see more of Hartley, which I think everyone would rather see much more of you than me. So let's let's uh, let's keep this oh, momentum. About that. Let's keep this momentum rolling. We seem like we're good now with Zoom. Maybe we'll use Zoom from now on. That seems like the right way to go. Uh, all right. So the question that I asked you before the issue started was, "What's your thoughts on Watch OS 10 here?" Just quickly, have you been liking it? Oh, I love it. I love it. I think it's the the most substantial, most meaningful software update we've had for any of Apple's platforms for years at this point. Um, I, I, I have almost no complaints about it. The only thing I don't really like is um, the side button being for Control Center. It feels wasteful to me um, because I know I can now access Control Center in apps but it just feels a bit pointless that a whole button and all I can do is like check the battery and turn on a focus mode. It's really not particularly useful. But other than that, I, I love it. Okay. I have someone who 100% disagrees with you. It's not me, though. One of my friends, uh, when it came out, was like, this is the worst update I've ever had in my entire life and things that Why? none of the new none Why? of the new none of the new gestures and like button placements and mappings make sense yeah oh, i think they make perfect sense I'm just let you know I, what, the, I, what the consumer thing he's a little bit more than an average consumer but like you know he's not like in the world like we are so because now the watch face seamlessly transitions into the uh widgets view and that seamlessly transitions into the uh app screen and the app screen is now organized more sensibly um, and way easier to organize. So it's all kind of flows into each other. And even when you talk about the UI inside all of the overhauled apps, it's consistent. The UI is now um, consistent across whether it's weather, whether it's activity, um, and you have these way bigger buttons with bigger touch targets. There's a lot more color in the interface actually using the GPU of the Apple Watch properly for the first time to try and get some of these effects. I think it's a I think it's a great update actually. If only iOS and macOS would be as substantial as as this can this this update has been this year. I thought iOS 17 was a pretty substantial update, more so than people lead to believe that it it, it is or isn't. I think it is personally. Um what what do you think is the big stuff coming out of iOS 17 that you would say justifies it as a big update? Don't put me on the spot. I just said what I said and I'm going with that, okay? <laughs> No, I just like, because what it is, I've been using iOS 17 for so long, and I yeah. just can't remember what's new. Did you use watch? You didn't use watch OS 10 from the beginning? No, I did. But because watch OS 10 is a bigger change, I like I feel it more when I use the device. But I, I truly, really can't remember very much new. Like I remember interactive widgets. I remember the change to the Siri keyword. Um, I remember autocorrect improvements. But, you know, I'm struggling past May that. Mail passcodes, same thing as like the authentication. That's a huge one. Oh yeah. These are there's a lot of good quality of life things. I the swipe to reply in messages, though I now my same friend who said he didn't like Watch OS 10 also didn't like the messages apps being moved into a different location. I personally really like that because I I thought you it was need a to giant get some new friends down. This these are bad takes. <laughs> Yeah, he's got some bad takes every once in a while, but he's a lot smarter of a human being than I am. So I I gotta listen to him. Uh, you know, but it's it's good to get different perspectives. You know, sometimes I find myself being overly positive uh, with software specifically for some reason. 
than I am with hardware. And so like any kind of changes, like, oh, great, feed me all of the changes. I just want new things. Um, and then I get blinded by whether they're good or not. But I, there's a lot, I think there's a lot to it um, that I really enjoy. I just, you know, you put me on the spot and I don't feel like answering. So we're going to move on to my next thing, <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, have you had a chance? Did you did you upgrade Apple Watch? I don't even think we talked about this. Did you get a new Apple Watch or no? No. Uh, no. Okay. I, I I was tempted because of Double Tap, which I know is silly um, to upgrade just for that. And because it's silly, I didn't do it. But I'm just saying I was tempted. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I upgraded for Double Tap and I can't even use it. <laughs> it's un unreal that it's just your biggest marquee feature I mean, it's only a couple of weeks, but we have to wait until October for, which is just like, why? Why do we have to? Why couldn't have they just launched it in October? They've done that before. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the whole, the whole thing really with the Series Nine and the Ultra Two is they are small updates. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think anyone disagrees that they are. I mean, really small. Um, but the display is noticeably brighter. I will say. I'm using the Ultra 2. Um, I've had many people come up to me and kind of do one of these, like they're looking at it and they're squinting and they're like, is that the new Apple Watch Ultra? And I'm like, yeah, you can't tell, can you? And uh, I believe someone even said, like, the only way you can tell is if you look at the bottom and it says Apple Watch Ultra 2. You want to know what's funny about that? It doesn't actually say Apple Watch Ultra 2. It just says Apple Watch Ultra. So if I was to misplace this, Behind me is the other original one. If I was to put these next to each other, uh, if they were wearing the exact same band, I wouldn't know which one's which. I mean, maybe because there's this a very uh, prominent scratch that I've noticed on that one, but like, there's really no to the uh, to the average person who's never seen one or the other, they would they would have no idea which one's which. But yeah, I mean, we knew this going in. We knew they were going to be quote-unquote boring updates i am really into the double tap idea and for those of you who are immediately thinking dan you're really into the action button idea how's that going for you give me a couple of days okay <laughs> give me a minute uh but i want to see what this new you know that's just like it's like the newest thing out of all of it so i really wanted to test it and we can't do that yet we have to wait i'm guessing for 10.1 right probably yeah um i don't think apple have said yeah i don't think so either i'm just assuming it's going to come in the next update um, and so that is available in October, but what we wanted to do really is just kind of talk through like what, who, who, who should upgrade to these. So let's start with the, the standard Apple watch. What, if you're sitting at home, who should upgrade to the Apple watch? You know, you're sitting there, you're thinking I've got a Apple watch series seven. Cause we said 13 for the 15 was a decent jump is Apple watch series seven to the nine. A good enough jump um i would say for 90 percent of people no however um i do think there is a very small group of people that should and i would say if um you are female and you can take advantage of the uh the body temperature sensing features that the series eight's got and you are into your tech and you also maybe i don't know maybe you're into climbing and you feel like you could use double tap um, when you're doing that, then maybe there is a case for that sort of narrow band of people that could get some advantages from the upgrades we got both with the Series 8 and with the Series 9. But it's a small group of people there. I think that for me, I think that it's the Series 6 um, or older 
where it starts to make a little bit more sense. Um, but if you're really into your Apple Watch um, and you're into your tech more broadly and you're kind of keeping an eye on the rumor mill and you're kind of aware that next year we might be getting something a little bit more interesting, then people who have a Series 6 should wait. Okay, so no joke. I also had another friend text me right before we started recording. And she asked, uh, I want to buy a watch just to track my workouts, steps, etc. Which watch should I get? I was looking at the Series 9 just because it's the newest, but not sure if I need all the fancy features for the extra cost. And I asked her, which one do you have right now? And she said, I had a Series 3, but stopped wearing it over a year ago, and it's dead now. I immediately sent her one that I thought would work for her. What would you have sent? Uh, Apple Watch SE. Yes. Okay. I mean, that was a no-brainer, right? I was just like, oh, if you just want to do your steps and you had a Series 3 before, this is going to feel like a friggin' huge upgrade. <laughs> it's so much cheaper. Yeah. And, and it's so it's such good value, that device. Yeah. 249. Uh, and she asked me if she should get Apple Care. And honestly, my first instinct is always yes. But then I thought about the watch and I'm like, how often do you break your watch? Uh, and there's no theft or loss, which would be, in my opinion, more valuable than brake protection. Um, because I feel like I can easily misplace my watch more so than I would break it. Uh, but it was only $50. So I said, honestly, if you just want that peace of mind, then I think go for it. $300 out the door for a new watch uh that's not bad that's not bad at all um yeah i mean the the apple watch se is probably going to be our like our baseline it's like if you fall into that category of like you just want apple's fitness tech uh for basic you know running just going on the treadmills and elliptical stuff like basic workouts that the everyday person probably does um and you're not like a professional runner you're not doing races and stuff like that where maybe you want like better gps and you want to go to the ultra you're not doing intense climbs and diving you're not doing any of that stuff you're just someone who's just trying to stay healthy and you want to track your your health um without having to carry your phone everywhere you go then yeah the se is probably the good baseline and then on top of that bonus you can get your notifications and you know interact with some apps if you need to but you know, that's pretty much what most people probably use their watch for. And they look okay. You get three options. I think it's silver, starlight, midnight, right? Yeah. It's like a black, gray, I don't, gold. I don't know. Like it's a starlight. Whatever I, starlight. I don't remember what. It's what Yeah, you don't, you don't get red. You don't get blue. I mean, you just, I think it's like a, whatever the black color is and then all that. Anyways, you get some limitations yeah. there. You're not going to get always on display, right? They don't have that on that one. Unless the new no, one got they don't. It. Okay. And they also don't have the reduced bezels. So they are, it's effectively like taking an Apple Watch yeah. Series 4 and then putting um, a far newer chip in it. And it's also got a nylon composite back, which makes it a little bit lighter. Um, but other than that, it's uh, it's really all the average person needs um, yeah. if you're just interested in, in you know, basic smartwatch stuff. I mean, no one really needs blood oxygen monitoring. No one really even needs the the body temperature sensing um, and stuff like crash detection. Even that you get on the SE. There's there there is a decent cross section of features. Um, really good value. It's a little bit like the 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 entry level iPad. Really yeah. inexpensive Apple device there, or another one like the HomePod Mini. There are these Apple devices out there. We always talk about how you know expensive Apple devices are, but there are some of these entry level devices that are really good. 
I mean, even if you think the iPhone, the iPhone SE, um, uh, what four two nine? I know it's a slightly older design, but you get a whole iPhone for four two nine. Yeah, I mean, you can walk out the door with like almost seven hundred dollars for a new Apple Watch and a and a new iPhone. Think about that. And then think about the price of like the Apple Watch Ultra, which is $799. So, I mean, you're getting two devices for the price of one, basically. Yeah, it's not the best of the best, but I think you really don't notice that much of a huge difference uh, in terms of like what you're missing out on, on a watch more so than on your phone. So I definitely think that if you fall into the person that I just read, um, they're like, their thought process on what they use it for, then yeah, the Apple Watch SE, absolutely the way to go. Obviously, if you want premium materials, stainless steel, then you're going to need to get like an actual numbered series there. Um, so you can look into like a cheaper seven or eight. But I don't think the nine is for anyone that isn't, you know, if you're like, I've got a series six or older, and I really want to get like the the newest one, then yeah, go for it. Um, it'll feel like a good upgrade, but otherwise save your money, get an SE or stick it out for another, for another year. Uh, which brings us to our, like kind of the last main topic. It's kind of like what we're waiting for, which is really the Apple watch 10 series 10, or are they just going to call it X Apple watch 10? No series behind it. Uh, I don't think we know. I mean, we've, we've seen reports of both. It probably isn't even nailed down at this point. Um, sure. I mean, who knows? Because the 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 Apple Watch Ultra Two isn't the Apple Watch Ultra Series Two. It's just Apple Watch Ultra Two. So maybe we're moving away from this whole series thing with the Apple Watch now in general. So what what are we like? What are we waiting for though with the, with the Apple Watch Ten? Like, why should people be like, oh, I should wait for that and be more into that idea as opposed to just getting a Series Nine and being content? Because it should be the biggest update we've seen. Um, I mean, look at the iPhone Ten. The iPhone 10 came the original iPhone, and it was dramatically different. It returned to stainless steel, but in, let's be honest, in a completely new way, with a uh, this this um, a new take on this curved design language, full screen um, design. We had Face ID for the first time. Um, just just completely new technologies like wireless charging, which we hadn't had prior to that point. So, that the, the iPhone 10 was such a new take on the iPhone. This, that is what this should be for the Apple Watch. So we're expecting larger displays with even slimmer bezels. And if you've seen a Series 7 on newer, those bezels are already slim. But we're talking yeah. even slimmer than that. A new design as well. And other than the Series 4 and a little slight changes with the Series 7, the Apple Watch has effectively had the same design since its introduction in 2014. So we're talking a, a completely new design and probably a new system for connecting bands as well, which could provide more space for a battery, which could be the first on the standard Apple Watch, at least, not the Ultra, the first proper battery life improvements on the device since its introduction as well. The whole way through, it's been 18 hours. Maybe we'll also get some new health features, maybe blood pressure sensing. And all in all, when you consider that, and then maybe we'll also get uh, you know improvements with the chip, Series 10, uh, or, um, uh, S10, uh, and then probably other you know minor features, the things that are on level with what we had this year with the HomePod integration, um, uh, precision finding, that's making for up for a pretty big upgrade, um, far bigger than anything we've had since probably the Series Four. Yeah, I mean, to me that's enough. Um, we've talked about my 
my want for a uh you know a circular apple watch but that's not going to happen um i would feel really bad for recommending somebody to get a series 9 and then new bands come on the series 10 uh, so if you're somebody who is going to want the series 10 then you should definitely wait just because of the whole new band system and everything um what happens to the apple watch ultra then i think that the apple watch ultra is fine where it is i think what we're expecting is bezel reductions in the coming years so the display size should increase um, because i think that that is one of the apple watch ultra's weak points in my opinion i think the bezels are unattractive on that device um, especially when you compare it to how thin they are on the 45 millimeter um, uh, standard apple watch they are stupidly big on the apple watch ultra which i know is a bit silly on a they are very small bezels but on a device like that we have got used to something better on the standard apple watch so that is the direction that the the apple watch ultra can go in but let's not forget the apple watch ultra is a whole new device itself that's on its own uh, a different path and in the year that the ultra came out we got the series eight which was a tiny update um and we you know the series nine is also a very small update um the series six was fairly small the series five was even smaller than that the series three and the series two were also small and obviously the series one um which is different to the series the original apple watch was literally just a chip upgrade so the standard apple watch has had such minor upgrades it's time to give that standard model a bit of love and you know the ultras had its time in the sun the ultras a long way off from needing any sort of redesign or any new substantial features i think so if the series 10 comes out with like let's just say they figure out a way to get the blood glucose feature out and ready for that right you're gonna tell me that the the ultra is not gonna not gonna have that feature oh no I think it will have it. I'm just oh, saying okay. in terms of a glossy new design. The oh, okay. design is just the sort of thing that should be exclusive and maybe the band system. Or maybe the band system will also come to the Ultra at the same time and that will be like a difference. And maybe you'll get a bigger battery inside yeah. the Ultra as a result. Um, but I'm just saying the overall look of the Ultra and the overall kind of basic feature set, I think we can expect to broadly mirror the the standard apple watch at this point unless there is anything you know I, I don't know i'm not in the world of like hiking and i don't know diving and whatever kind of thing people use the ultra for so i don't know what things could still come to the ultra but there probably is stuff i mean the single feature that the ultra got this year is a brighter flashlight so maybe there's still stuff like that that they can do hey, with the, the ultra that they're not going to do for the standard model hey man that's important okay that's important. Yeah. Um, I've the, never used the, the, I've never used the flashlight on my watch before, ever. Ever. Not a single time. And you I could say, it. oh, I never. I actually use it. Nope. Never. It's one of those things where, like, I always have my phone by me. So I'll just pull my phone out instinctively, like, oh, I'll use the flashlight on that. And if I don't have my phone and I'm, I need a flashlight, I've never once remembered. Maybe now this will spark that. I've never once remembered that my watch could do that, ever. It is useful. If you're in a pinch and you don't have your iPhone nearby, um, it is it is handy, although it's just not very bright. So it is really like a floodlight. It's the it's a, the equivalent of like turning your iPhone around and just using like the, the front of the display. It's I mean, it's it's better than nothing. Um, but if you're looking like under a car seat or something, it's not going to really help you. I have to see how the new Ultra does in comparison, because I have not tried that yet. Um... I mean, there's really not a whole lot to talk about with the Apple Watch, honestly. 
you have here what do you think of the i was going to talk about the bands what do you think of the fine woven apple watch bands do they exist they're not out i can't buy one i can't get them in stores they're out now what they're out now i believe that they were uh, available Today? To order yesterday oh god all right well i'll go buy one right now uh <laughs> talk me through this here like did you get one I did you go did see them because I uh well no they weren't in the Apple store when I went because uh you know they're only available to order as of uh, yesterday yesterday was Monday um so there was um, a website that would have told me that <laughs> um I think that they are probably a bit nicer than on the iPhone um from oh. what I've seen in pictures you can't even get it until October 26th and November 2nd? Is that when it comes out? Or am I like so far behind? I'm not sure. I actually don't know on that one. Maybe, maybe it is a little while. It is. Oh, that's annoying. All right. Well, I guess I don't need to order this right away while we're doing the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I really wanted to see that because I actually really like the way they look. And I'm guessing they're going to feel exactly like the watch or the wallet in the case obviously so i'd be okay with that as a band i think they'll feel better yeah they'll feel better as an apple watch band i don't know why i feel like that but i feel like the what diminishes the iphone case is because the fine woven feels very very thin and backed on plastic and i feel like this like rubbery frame on the case does not feel very nice but i think on an apple watch band where it's just a single piece i feel like it'd be a lot less be a little bit sweaty better. a lot less sweaty like in the heat, like my my leather band gets gross when you're like really sweaty and hot. So not like that gross, but just, you know, it feels like a little wet, you know, like. It. But but I, I think that the only issue is that, of course, fine woven as we're learning stains really badly and stuff just soaks into it and just doesn't come out. So what do you I mean? Know so if leather, I, well, not water. Not... Water wouldn't be an issue. But like you think sweat would stain? Um, well, uh, Federico Vitici over at Mac Stories, he uh, at the weekend wrote that he just put his iPhone down on a on a dining table um, when he was out and about, and it picked up a stain. I don't know from something like coffee or whatever, um, and it's Ooh. in there. It's go. It's you know that's just, your phone should be able to be put down on a surface and not stain. Um, that wouldn't even happen with a white silicone case. That's good so Charlie. It's um, it's 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 not looking good for the fine woven. I think. Or fine woven. I didn't want this to be a fine woven trashing contest for the, but I guess that's where it's going. I can say good things about it. I, I don't want to hate on it we, too much because I, I haven't, you know, used it myself for a prolonged period of time. Right. But it's undeniable that there is a really bad reaction here. I mean, we're also hearing that in Apple stores, they're having to replace them every day because they're in just such bad condition by the end of one day that they have to take all of the cases off and then replace them. And we're also hearing that, um, staff are having to be retrained with what to say to customers <laughs> you know when they say you know i want leather why is this material so horrible they're being told to say oh but it's a luxurious micro twill and it's much it's much better than leather for you know this reason and that reason so um, only use this so, case if you're going somewhere in fancy and don't mess it up basically is what they're saying only use this case if you leave it in the box never touch it never put it on your phone uh, and never use it in any way <laughs> and then then it'll be fine oh my god all right well yeah i mean uh, there's not a lot of concrete stuff with the series 10 or the apple watch 10 the 9 and the ultra 2 are kind of meh upgrades 
Is there anything around the Apple Watch that you want to tell those before we jet off into the sunset? I, I want to ask you about two features on the okay. Series 9 uh, okay. the, or the Ultra 2. Um, I don't know if you'll have used them, but these are the two that I'm interested in beyond Double Tap that I know I would use. The first is precision finding for iPhone. Have you had a chance to check that out? No, but I can do it right now if you want. Although my iPhone's sitting right there, so it's probably cheating. Um, because I always use the, uh, you know, just the the audible ping from okay. control center. So I know that I would really like it if I didn't have to use that. Because say, I don't know, like it's late at night, there's other people in the house that are asleep. You don't want to ping your iPhone. If I can use precision finding to find my uh, iPhone, Sorry. you know, across the house. So the only way you can, hold on. There's got to be another way to do that without, because like, okay, if I pull up the control center and I hit that button that we all do to ping, it pings it, and then it brings up precision, um, but like it's right next to me, so it knows. Like, is there a way to bring it up without pinging? Is what I want to know. I don't know, actually. That that's annoying if you if you if right because first cause... as you're saying that, I was thinking like I don't know that you can do that. I don't even know what well, that is. Maybe uh, that'll come at some point. Um, and the uh, the only other feature I was interested in was um, the HomePod integration, because it's pretty variable on the um, with the U1 and uh, you know previous iPhones that have had the ultra wide band chip, bringing your iPhone nearby, um, handing off stuff. And I really like the idea that when you're nearby a HomePod in the smart stack, it shows. Um, information in the widgets view when you scroll down to suggest um, playback or it comes up with playback controls. I know I'd use that. So I, I have you had a chance to try that one out? Partly, I hate to say this to you, but no. <laughs> what what have you been trying out? Because you haven't tried out Double Tap, obviously. I, so, I haven't what? done anything with this watch because my entire attention has been devoted to app, to iPhone. I know that's it's I, understandable this year. It's understandable I, this year. right. There's just way more stuff that I haven't even like. I'm gonna get to it, but I'm currently going in. Okay, so I mean, I guess there is a way to. Uh, oh no, wait, that's just directions. I don't want directions. Um, I was trying to see if I can at least answer your question about whether or not I can find my iPhone 15 without. I'm not really. No, I think you have to make it ping. Maybe they'll change that. Um, yeah, that's always something they can update. But no, I haven't even, I don't, here's the other thing. I don't use HomePods a lot. I use them only at the studio and that is uh, it. I use Google stuff at home. I know. So yeah, I mean, there's really no reason. And the HomePods that I do have are used as a TV like left and right. So there's no reason for me to go over there and like put my watch near it. Cause what am I going to do? I should do that. I'll, I'll do it for the video when I do like get the full review going and stuff, but I don't really use that feature. Um, I'd be really interested to see what you make of these new features. So you should definitely get a video out on that. All right. Hartley, Hartley said it. So now I got to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really it. There's not a whole lot with the Apple watch. I think we've kind of just, oh, I guess we never really told you who should upgrade to the Apple Watch Ultra. But I feel like if you have to ask that question, you're not the person to upgrade to the Apple Watch Ultra. If you can't see immediately why you need that, then it's not for you. That's just, right? 
Is that a bad a bad assessment? Yeah. I mean, it's basically the Ultra 2 is meant for people that have never had an Apple Watch and are first-time buyers and they are interested in the Ultra model over the standard model. Or you are coming from a Series 8, Series 7, Series 6, whatever, but a standard model that is not this year's new one. Yeah. Um, and that is what you ultimately um, right. you end up upgrading to. That's what makes sense. Now, what reasons should a normal person upgrade to it? Uh Larger watch, if that's what you're into, best battery life around. That's really it. There's an action button, and now we have the action button on the iPhones. Now that people are There's familiar, a siren as well, um, which is more accurate GPS. Siren is very generous. <laughs> it's not that loud. <laughs> it's definitely not loud enough for somebody to hear me in the woods. Let's just put it that way. Um, right. But are you often in the woods and in need of in need of a siren? No. Are you often in a spot where you need a siren? Nope, never. Well, then, then I wouldn't. That's put why that I'm an as, ultra customer. I wouldn't put that as a marquee feature. I forgot that there even was a siren on here. I think there are plenty of reasons why a person who doesn't need all of the the health and fitness tracking metrics that are like purposefully for the ultra, all the hiking and diving and stuff. Like, I think there are other reasons why. Um, you would get it. Yeah, like mostly... the, the battery's great. It's got a cool design. Like that's yeah, it's got a cool design. Honest, but... Right, exactly. And I like the orange accents. The action button, I don't use it as much. But maybe if I find something on the iPhone's action button that I really like, now maybe that'll spark a like a flame in me to start going action button crazy and use it on my watch. Um, but that's there too, so you can program it to be whatever you want. Um, and then you know, honestly, it's just it's just the the higher end Apple Watch, and so um, that's it. Should you go from a series, an Apple Watch Ultra 1 to a 2? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Your watch is totally fine. Um, unless you really think that double tap feature is for you. Uh, you know, Hopefully you can sell your, your Apple Watch Ultra 1 for a good price to be able to offset the cost a little bit. But yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, if you guys like Zoom better than our normal arrangement uh, that we currently used, let me know. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube and uh, we'll maybe look into doing that in the future. Uh, yeah. We'll catch everybody in the next episode.